Hello, and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Chris. This week we are talking about Hellraiser 2022 by God. Yeah. Or by Satan or whoever. It's time. I've Leviathan. By Leviathan. We've been waiting for this for a minute, and it's finally come and gone. We have watched it, and it's time now to talk about it. Uh, super, super new. We're talking about this uh, uh, a week after its release. Um, so it'll be a little bit longer before you guys get the privilege of hearing us talk about it. But as always, if you're coming to a podcast to listen to them talk about scary movies and it's a scary movie you haven't watched don't whine like a bitch when you get spoilers they're everywhere they're everywhere you really if it's something you're interested in you should just watch it and be you just get it just watch it and don't look anything up because you're gonna get spoiled just googling hellraiser 2022 i'm sure so i I mean I could understand, like, it's a spoiler if you world. Were, if you were going out of your way not to hear about it, and you told people, like, oh, if you watch the Hellraiser, don't tell me about it. I'm going to watch it <laughs> for my birthday in March. Like, uh, you know, come on. But if your birthday is only a week away and you're waiting to watch it, like, you, your friends shouldn't be dickheads and be like, oh, yeah, uh, Hellraiser. Uh, Pinhead joins a cult, man, and uh, he <laughs> smokes a dude with uh, Herman Munster, and they and they have a chicken together. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, don't be, don't so, be mad when you get a spoiler, unless your friends are just being dicks. Then be mad at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that said, if you want to be mad at us for different reasons totally acceptable or you just want to be like chris dave you guys so cool you're so funny and your knowledge of horror is next to none it's impeccable uh uh other words i don't uh, share share a tip of the cap you yeah know, just be like uh, a tip of the cap to you gentlemen good day uh, dave tell them where they can do these things you can tip the old cap uh or wag your finger at us in a tweet at sweetness one with uh six e's in sweet or at horror house two because there are two of us you can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the horror house page on facebook uh you could you could if you wanted to you could leave us a voicemail how cool would that be uh, and you could do that on anchor.fm forward slash horror house. And we, uh, spoiler alert, will play your <laughs> voicemail on the air. And finally, wherever you're listening right now, on it, whatever podcasting platform you have chosen as your vessel of podcastedness, rate us. Give us the ratings. Hit right where we need it. Hit us. Give us the rating. Give it. Please. We need it. <laughs> we one, need it. We feed rating. on it. We feed on it like like the Cenobites feed on, you know, sorrow. What's one rating ever hurt anybody? Right? Yeah. We just want one. And then one and then one becomes two, and pretty soon <laughs> you're addicted to rating things. And yeah. Jackie right. was Jackie was fussing at me the other day, Chris. 
because we were talking about her Paris Hilton, and I said her her face looks like a puppy if you like kicked it really good between the eyes one time. And Jackie was mad at me for making fun of her for not being, you know, physically attractive in the face. And I, and she asked why I was so mean to Paris. I said, look, I want you to know. At the time when she was appearing in movies, and uh, then Jackie was amazed that she had ever appeared in a movie, so <laughs> who's being mean now? Um, I told Jackie, I went like two solid years after the Waxworks movie that she, she was in, or House of Wax, whatever it was that she was in. Mm -hmm. I went like two solid years, like every time I did a review on something, like a Google review, no matter what the product was, I tried to mention Paris Hilton. I remember this. Uh, so, so uh, you know, she's probably got more mentions on Google from me than for anything outside of, like, uh, how do I get an abortion without my father knowing or Hardy's commercials. Outside of those two things, I've given her more mentions, mentions than anyone else. And Chris, you know what that means. Put her on the board. Celebrities who will never appear on the whorehouse. I was really looking forward to the Paris Hilton episode, I must say. I was a big fan so, of A Simple Life. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah. That the and, name? Well, Is that the name of that show? I think you're right. <laughs> I guess that means we're not ever doing House of Wax either, bitch. So. I just saw something about that the other day, too. Somebody was saying, it's not really a remake of House of Wax, more as a remake of some other fucking movie. I'm like... I guess I will never know. <laughs> <laughs> the world will never know. Um, uh, all right. I think without further ado, we... Drop an ad? Drop an ad, and we get right into this, this hell business. Let's, let's do it. Let's make Jesus cry. And we're back. Hellraiser. Hellraiser reboot. Hellraiser 2022, whatever you want to call it. It's a movie of m many names. It's not. It's really not. It's Hellraiser. It's just Hellraiser. At least I'm. Let me just say right off the bat, I'm glad they didn't like put a D in front of it to really make it stand out from the other Hellraisers. <laughs> right. The Hellraiser. I think that so. is probably like a meteorologist's like blog somewhere. It's like. Shane Cooper of WXR7 Channel 7 News, the Hellraiser. Come to my blog for your fall planning of your flowers or fucking, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. He's like, I'm Hell, a storm H chaser. H -A -I, -L. I, will, I will chase a storm up until the thunder <laughs> uh, sounds and then I'm out. Uh, um, Mama didn't raise no hell. Go or longer. <laughs> I'm a hell raiser. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> I really don't know what that means. the I have to say, first thing, um what I like about this movie, like overall, is it's familiar. Mm -hmm. But if there's new stuff in it. So, I mean, if you reached, you could probably connect it to the originals without a whole lot of fuss. There's clearly mm -hmm. big differences, but I think it's familiar enough, but still has that something new about it that 
I'm like, all right, this is a this is the kind of a reboot that I can get into. And well, and this is kind of the way that it should be done. We talked about this in our sequels um, episode where the first one back or the or the reboot you you satisfy previous fans by having callbacks and Easter eggs and things that feel familiar or in tone or in theme or in you know name or appearance but then it's I feel like they did a really good job of not being so steeped in the old Hellraiser stuff that right like you have to have watched the previous one this is a perfect starting point if you have never watched the other Hellraisers it's this is a perfect um, starting point of the previous Hellraisers of which there are 10 I for me I think with this this new start hopefully it's a start hopefully it's not just one and done Mm -hmm. um I think I think I'm good erasing at least seven of those (laughs) yeah oh yes that is exactly where I was that's exactly where I was. Maybe, maybe eight. Maybe eight. Uh, I may be doing my math wrong. I may be doing my math wrong. We'll get we'll get around to that. Um, okay, okay. Uh, but what did what did you think of the new look of the Cenobites? I thought it was. I thought it was good. I I kind of wanted more. More Cenobites or what? Yeah, no, Just yeah, more, more Cenobites, more Pinhead, um, specifically. Yeah. Uh, it was it was very late in the game before you really got a lot of look at, at Pinhead. The, um, the build, the waiting for, just to get a better look and to see, is like, Jamie Clayton going to pull this off? Mm-hmm. I think, and, and plus, I mean, Pinhead wasn't like the the pinnacle of the original story. So I think it, that was also like kind of calling back to that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, I mean, you say Hellraiser, you think pinhead. So yeah. Yeah. I, you, you just, uh, it's the way it is. I think I said out loud, like, Oh, at the new chatter. And, um, even though the only two people in the room when I watched it was me and Stella, and I'm pretty sure by that point she was asleep, I felt her silently judging me in her sleep <laughs> for knowing that the other Cenobites had names. Um, I know they do so. in this, but I I've seen them mentioned online the different names. I don't I don't know the new names for the new Cenobites yet. I know Chatterer obviously, but oh, was one of them like Weezer? Gasp or I don't I don't. yeah something like that. It'll it'll take some when, time some rewatching and um, I can't wait for the SNL sketch where it's Pinhead comes out and like and now Weezer and the camera pans <laughs> over and it's Weezer the band like oh I look just like Pinhead's bitch and then the chains come in and rip Weezer apart <laughs> yeah. We can only hope. We can only hope. Um, you chase the hell box down in Leviathan. I think okay. the new designs were all right. Um, I'd like the idea, like especially you notice it on Pinhead, 
they have like the throwback design in places, but it's like the peeled flesh, the flayed flesh, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it in place of the like leather and vinyl from yep. the old days. I'm like, yep. that's interesting touch. I do miss that, that leather vinyl kind of part of their uh, appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was an interesting way to incorporate the original look of them into this new thing. Yes. Yeah. It was really neat. I, I, I thought it was, I thought it looked good, but I, I agree. Like some more of those leather accents, maybe, you know, maybe not like old pinhead was this like neck to to ankles in leather. <laughs> I, I thought it was good, but I would have liked a tank. little bit more. Pins to tank. <laughs> Pins to tank. Um, uh, I think it would have been uh, like a cool thing. Maybe is like, you know, showing that like skinned parts of their body maybe you know they just pour like like that hot vinyl or something like right onto that like maybe we could have seen something like that and then that way it just doesn't seem like they're going to like a goth party under a bridge it's like oh there's pain involved in putting even that on okay it re it the flayed flesh and, and the parts that you got of that gave me a um a martyr's vibe. Yes. So, the end I, I, with yeah. the weight really reminded me of martyrs. Yes. Yeah. It, so I, I really like that. I like that. I, um, the end, I don't, I watched it again today just to make sure I wasn't crazy, but it seems very CG to me, but I think a lot of it, wasn't in that section, but for some reason, I, maybe it's the background and like there's kind of a foggy aura to it. M- something about that just seems very CG to me, which I'm not a big fan of, but I love the idea mm-hmm. and I love a lot of the other things surrounding him being turned into a centibite. Um, I, I think when we first started talking tonight, the, one of the first things I said was the gore of that device in Void's chest. Uh huh. And when it would spool up and just like whatever it was doing to his nerves, I thought that was super cool. I thought that was a cool like torture when he's talking about it. And he's like, uh, always, you know, it, it would go at random intervals and for random lengths, mm-hmm. always causing so much excruciation, but it was always stopped short before he went numb. And just the, the thought of that just was I, I think it's super like, whoa, man, that's fucking hardcore. Yeah. The look of it, I I don't know if I like. It just seems quite large. I wonder. Mm-hmm. But the, I, the, I, I agree on what you said. The, just like that constant torture, but not to the point that he loses his mind and doesn't understand pain anymore. Um, and then, I, I, I okay, question. Sure. Okay, you're. Well, you don't even have to be void. You're you. Do you take the device and get that torture for the rest of forever, or you go you go the Cenobite route like they gave him at the end? Which what, what do you think? We think which torture is uh, maybe <laughs> the, the better one? Hmm. <sighs> Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't know that they're, I don't know. I, I, I mean, 
So if you look at the look at the Cenobites, I mean, it looks like they're physically going through some shit at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're absolved of pain in any way. Right. Um, that was the power option, right? Of the, of that configuration. That no Voight had the sensation. I can't, the, um, but the, when they took the gift back and then they're like, now, oh, yeah. now we'll give you the gift of, was it power or was it the something else? I forget. Which great. I love that idea that they presented with the box, having these different configurations mm-hmm. and, if you solve the box, you get to pick your reward uh, on these things. And another great, like, lore building for hopefully a at least another sequel or two, hopefully. But so much room to mm-hmm. do other things with. Um, and we just get a little bit of an idea of what these things are in the monkey paw curling when you're like, I pick this one. They're like, okay, you get this. While they're whispering to their friends, watch me fuck on them right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love uh, it. I, I thought I think it actually it gives much more reason for a mortal to be searching out the box and to be yeah, because like even you know even just um the the different prizes uh knowledge love sensation resurrection power like any one of those sounds like a really good thing like something i would really want the lore one i'm so intrigued by because i wonder if that's like a like you know just cursed with are you i mean is it just the knowledge of leviathan and like the labyrinth of hell or whatever and the cenobites and where they came from what they are or is it like beyond otherworldly like cosmic knowledge of I mean, it could be anything. I fucking love that. The knowledge of your own insignificance. Which, I, that goes into part of the the configuration that Riley was, you know, ended up choosing, you know, the box reverting back to the original box. I guess it wasn't a box at that point, but then mm-hmm. it reverts back to the original box. The lament configuration... The- the lament configuration. I'm so. like, oh my god. Punga's like, are you okay? I'm like, I will be, but this is great. <laughs> well, I mean, and and maybe I'm the dummy here, and feel free to tell me if I am. Like all this time, I've known like the puzzle box, the lament configuration, mm-hmm. but I have I had never for a second like, what does that really mean? Like the I... lament configuration. And then you get if that's the configuration, are there other configurations? I've never taken any of that stuff to right in my, in mind. So I I wonder. I don't know. I wonder because uh, I know in the other Hellraiser stories, like in the uh, comics and stuff, like there's. I think you've even said like there's other um, like I I want to say devices, but device other objects mm-hmm. that can summon different like Cenobites. Um, so maybe those are different configurations in that uh, world, maybe. Um, but then Bloodlines had, you know, the toy maker, the the French guy who made the box, and they ca- they didn't even call it the Lament configuration in that one. They called it, like, La Merchant's box or something. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, like, uh, one version traps 
light. So it's eternal light. And mm-hmm. one version like doesn't let any light in. So it's eternal darkness. And which way will you configure the box? And right. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah. I, really bloodline wasn't horrible, but I, I could I do without it. I, I agree. Um, After that, it's trash, 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 one, trash. Um, judgment. Eh. The one with uh, the one that's kind of like an angel heart. I thought was okay. It has nothing to do with Hellraiser, though. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think that's the story kind of behind several of those I, other yeah. titles, aren't they? That they were like, they're just properties, and then someone's like. And we got this Hellraiser lay, lay, laying around. Why don't you sprinkle yeah, that, some of that in? I saw something recently, maybe some fans talking online, I forget, um, about them. Whoever owned the rights to Hellraiser for the last 20 years or whatever has literally been doing the the old Fantastic Four thing of like, we need to just make a movie to oh, hang on to these rights. Because, mm-hmm. because, because... <laughs> Right. It's better us release bullshit and make hardly any money than somebody else to take this and do service to it and make people happy. <laughs> right. Stupid it it, it makes business. no sense. Because uh, if they put just a little bit of care into it, I mean, yeah. it, horror fans will turn out for some shit, man. I, uh, I feel like. There's there are things we'll get into them that I don't like about this one, um, but I mean, I feel like I, it's those are vastly outnumbered by things that I do like, and here and there there's there will be a little nod to like you know we were talking the you know like the flayed flesh on pinhead like matching that that where the leather would have been before uh, stuff like that, and then music cues like they brought back the old. Christopher Young, like musical uh, themes here and there. And I've legit got like chills when I noticed that. I was like, oh my God. Fonda's like, or what? And I'm like, the- so listen, <laughs> the music, this is from Hellraiser 2. And she's like, all right, nerd, shut up. <laughs> I'm watching nerd Hellraiser with alert. you. Isn't this enough for you? I'm like, ah. but. Uh, so I take it uh, Fonda's not a Hellraiser girl. She was actually pretty hyped up for this one. I think uh, okay. I infected her with the hype uh, for this because I every I I don't know how many times I made her watch the trailer or if I saw a picture. I did the picture thing with you too. I was like, "Look at this new picture of Jamie Clayton as Pinhead." <laughs> it's the, a um, it's a good thing smoke signals. Like you know, if I could put a picture in a smoke signal, I would have done that. I've been like, "Jamie Clayton is Pinhead. Look at this world." I was all about it. I still am. Stella's the. Stella's the same way. So Stella confessed several times the horrible sin of not really being into Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. And then um, she watched a, the first part of, with me, and then she rolled over and went to sleep. And then... Of the reboot? Of the, re, of the new, yeah. Okay. And then she... I did not turn it off because I knew she was not into it, so I kept watching for a little bit. But then I was starting to get tired, and I... Didn't want to miss anything. So I like stopped it before I was falling asleep. You don't want to close your eyes. You don't want to yeah. fall asleep. 
Because you'd miss Because I'll miss you. Because I'll miss you, Jamie. <laughs> and I don't want to miss a thing. Um. So yeah, I stopped it before I went to sleep, and then I started watching it. And I, I did. I finished up in the living room, and Stella was doing something, but she joined me, and so she, like she missed some of the middle stuff, which is okay because yeah, it did slow down a little bit in the middle. Yeah, and um. So she missed that, but then she's like, "Oh, that really wasn't bad." You know, the the first part she watched and the end, she thought it was it was pretty good. So, nice. I think, I think it speaks to the fact that, like with the flayed flesh and some of the things they did, it was gory without just without just throwing buckets of blood right at the you right. know because there's that's a different just, yeah it's yeah. A, that's a different gore. And so she she enjoyed it, and then she um, was talking to Angie about it. And Angie's a super big uh, Hellraiser. She likes Hellraiser Pinhead. That's her favorite. And Stella's was I talking about knew it. I liked Angie's Angie like for oh. some reason. Yeah, and, but, and then Angie was, and then Angie was like, "Oh, there's a new Hellraiser." Stella's <laughs> told Stella's like, "You should listen to your husband more because I know Jeff knows." <laughs> Oh my god, she may have been burned too hard by some of the sequels if she watched them. She's like, well, he's my favorite, but in my heart, there's only two <laughs> Hellraiser yeah. movies. Yeah. So I can understand if a Hellraiser fan had fallen out of it and was like, no, they can make more, but I don't, I don't acknowledge them. Because <laughs> I, I was certainly feeling it. Oh yeah, they've gotten really bad. Um, I have seen several that I've like I don't have anything else to watch, and I'm just flipping channels or flip surfing the different stream they options. Doug Bradley dirty to end his and run of spinhead. Oh fuck! I did you expect uh, a Doug Bradley uh, cameo or something? Because I kind of was. I was expecting something. Um, it's okay that they didn't, but I I, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, maybe like a bomb or something. I don't know. I, yeah. Like the the old Wes Craven, you know, sweeping in the hallway and scream or something, but. Maybe the next I mean, one. he could have he could have been a cop. I mean, there were lots of opportunities. I I the number one thing I'm happy for is that they whether they sought out his approval and input or he just was like, "It's such a good guy." He's like, "No, really, it's time for me to move on. I might as well support someone right. when they're actually putting some care into this property that I'm a part of." Mm-hmm. I will support that, much like the Predator guys did with Prey, and he did with this. I, I really yeah. like that. I mean, that speaks volumes. It, it almost, it, it, like, you know, him, you know, tip, keep saying tip, and, tip of the hat <laughs> all night, <laughs> but that, you know, you know, acknowledgement of Jamie Clayton's pinhead, almost, it, it felt like passing the torch on. Mm-hmm. Where it didn't feel it, where the last two people that played Pinhead just felt like whatever. Whereas this one, to me, certainly felt like a bigger deal and like it mattered more. And to have him, you know, weigh in on it, it's like, uh-huh. yes, I- we're not getting, we're not getting a fucking Hell World or fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, or. If they had tried to see Gene, somewhere, uh, Robert England is like murdering people every time they talk about a, a 
uh, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, though, because he's like, no, I want that role. He's hungry for that role, man. I, I even saw uh, Heather Langkamp just here recently talking about, like, let's get Nancy in there one more time, too. Fuck it. I'm like, hurry up, then. Fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do it, do it. Quit pussyfooting around. But, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Uh, let's let's get into some of the things. Was there anything that you uh, weren't a big fan of in this? Was there anything that stood out? Like even like nitpick wise. Let's just get the our negatives out of the way. I, I think it's a very big nitpick. Um. But it's it slowed down a lot in the middle and, and and several times with some of the you know the the back and forth. Um I I I I don't really want to complain about Odessa, uh who played Riley. I thought mm-hmm. she did a, a an okay job. Um the one that played her boyfriend is that um Drew Starkey, I didn't trust him from the start. So I, I don't know if it was. He was. If it was because like he's he, a bad he felt actor. Like, felt like he was going to. I don't know. Yeah. I thought he was. Okay. And, it's, and it's, especially when so. they broke in and he's like, oh, I know. I just happen to know this warehouse and, mm-hmm. I, you know, I will break in. I know the code. And I mean, just it was. I. I I don't know. Maybe that um, maybe I'm nitpicking that a little bit too much because I mean I don't know. What did you a, think about the? Tw- never dated a heroin addict. <laughs> what did you think about the twist of him being like voice, uh, like little little fuck boy doing his bidding? Yay or nay? I I I think because I suspected he was going that way, then it what it didn't right. it didn't seem like a twist to me. Right, right. But then it <clears throat> revealed almost a little too early, and I thought, oh, okay, he's going to get a chance at redemption, and then that never comes. So I I did not care for the. The twist of him being in in Boyd's favor or whatever, like the, it, mm-hmm. like this was orchestrated in some way. Just eh. it didn't feel like it really changed anything to me. It's like okay, and then I mean he goes right back into trying to help Odessa and uh, mm-hmm. was it Colin? Was Colin the one that was with them, or, or is that her? Yeah, brother? I think so. Okay. That's um. Yeah, I think Colin is the Matt was the brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, he had remorse immediately. It just, I don't, I don't think it was needed. It didn't help, and that's one of my, one of my little nitpicks too. I mean, I is is it the worst well, thing? Nah, but I don't feel like a, it really from a, from a practical standpoint. And I know these days we nitpick movies to death sometimes. From how how is Voight reaching out to a random fucking heroin addict to talk him into doing this? Right. Like he's not going down to the corner store with the shit on his chest. He can't even leave the house ostensibly. Like that's the point of this iron gate is he's scared to leave because 
the Cenobites could, right. you know, I don't know, the, fuck him up worse, I guess. Or I would have liked to shove seen, a pineapple up his ass. <laughs> I would have liked to seen a little more with his, uh, like, uh, what would you even call her? The woman that goes oh, the, and gets the box at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, her, like, kind of orchestrating some more would have maybe, I mean, eh. I, I like what she did in the movie. Like, I think her part's good. And then, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I felt like she, I felt like she really wanted away from Voight. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't think she was in on it, because if she was in on it, would she have allowed herself to get, um, you know, stuck by the box? All right. Which another cool thing I love. I I saw some people here and there online, uh, kind of wavering back and forth on the, the getting stuck, getting cut by the box. Um, I love that idea. I love love that idea. People are like, oh, okay, so you can just you get cut by it, and then but so Riley doesn't get cut by it, then she can just pick who she, who she wants to get. It's like. Getting getting cursed by the box, I think. I you know you get cut by it, you, you get taken in whatever form. Um, you miss getting cut, and then you have you are then still cursed by the box because then you have to submit some kind of sacrifice to it in yeah, your place. Yeah. I don't see how that's. I mean, I guess in a way, I see how that's better, but you still have to put a life into that. Unless you're it, some yeah, psychopath, yeah, you still have to. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's fucking cool. I just wanted to. I saw some, I saw some nitpicking on that, and I was like, I, this is one thing. I don't know. I don't know about. Um, the sexual or the lack of sexual, Dave, is another thing online that I've seen brought up uh, quite a bit, uh, and certainly. Some of the some of the OG Hellraiser was quite horny. There was a there was a, uh, but uh, that is that is very true. Um, you know some of the uh, um, skinless woman uh, shit in the originals mm. were was. I never thought I'd be attracted to a woman with no skin. <laughs> Julia, man, but, I. Yeah, Julia had it going on. So I think, you know, the the sexuality part of it, like I I mean in a way you do get that from the Cenobites. Uh, it's it's and especially with the leather, it's very easy to, you know, draw the the S&M kind of lines to that. Mm-hmm. But I mean Julia and Frank were sexual before the box was involved yeah. and then I think that makes sense for the stories with them to be very sexual. Whereas this one doesn't really have that. I mean, you and have I'm, Riley and Trevor fucking. But. Yeah, but I, that didn't really have a purpose tied to mm-hmm. the box. Whereas, you know, you know, Julia is like, okay, I'm going to summon this fucking thing back up. Fuck it. I'm going to fuck this skinless guy is what I'm going to do. And she... I hope uh, it's it's a good thing we're not more popular because people could really clip things that we say. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'd be in trouble. Um, but I, you know, it, 
I think uh, that that's why maybe, I'm okay with it not being, you know, these sexual things. People are like, where's the sexual demons? I'm like, is that what she was getting from Chatterer and fucking Butterball? Maybe I missed something originally, but I never, I mean, yes, Julia and Frank. Uh, and uh, in the second one, you get more Julia being very sexual. The Cenobites and the box, maybe some lines and stuff. Pinhead says, but you right. and you you could you could have some storylines with more sex and more sexuality and and more of that. Right. I mean, it, I think that would have been that would be fine. I I, I think I, it's I, all... I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem if they have that, but I I don't have to have that. That's not the first. It's not really the first thing that comes to mind when I think Hellraiser. I don't either. And it, you know, reading a lot of, you know, comments online, I'm like, do I not? I, I, I maybe I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like it should be like the character that, you know, is, you know, with the box. Like, it should be their desire, right? Uh, that should come into play for the sexuality part, I guess. Maybe, uh, maybe they could do. I mean, it's kind of cheap these days, I feel like, to do a prequel. But mm -hmm. you could do a prequel to this where you have Voight, like, he's this playboy and, and he goes, he's he's experienced everything there is to experience. Right. And then you can have that sexuality and then this is him searching for, this is why he searches out and chooses the sensation. I like, think he wants that ultimate sensation. Right. And, you know... I think that opens that, the door for more of that. I think that would be great for like a, maybe like a short book or like a, a graphic novel or something. Cause I don't want to use a movie for that. If we have only got like a trilogy, hopefully of these new movies, but I, I do want to, I would love to see like Voight leading up to that, but not if it costs there, me another movie. <laughs> if we've got a finite Hellraiser movies. For these these new, uh, I don't want to see Riley again. I'll say that much. I'm fine with her in this one. I don't want to see any of these characters again, except the Cenobites. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And give me a, give me another Cenobite. So Riley fucking got one killed. Yeah. So I saw know, some people bitching I, I know about they... that too. What do you think about uh, the bot? But I mean, they did that before, right? Uh, uh, uh... I, I don't I didn't have a problem with that. I thought it was a very smart Chatterer looked legit taken aback when he got poked with that. It's like Yeah. I, I love that. I think I I watched that part very much like I watched wrestling. I was immediately like, oh shit! Oh shit. <laughs> he got yeah, got that. What does yeah. this mean? I thought I thought it was really good. I thought that was really good. Um I kinda and and I've watched too many werewolf movies and too many zombie movies because I kind of was after Trevor got bit, I was like, oh no, something's <laughs> he's going to do something's I happening think, with him. He's right. going to turn or something like that. But right, all of the sudden, but that that was dumb. That would have been dumb. I'm yeah. The, clearly, the people who made this were way smarter <laughs> than me because did not need that. Um, let's see. Uh, the house trap. The house. The puzzle box built or whatever. The Voight's house. Um, what did you think about this? 
What's your opinion on the on the house that could seemingly stop the Cenobites or trap them? There is a lot of I I, I was okay with it. Let, let's just get the conclusion out of the way first. <laughs> uh, I was okay with it. Uh, there are there's a lot of lore in Dungeons and Dragons and in just folk telling of werewolves and vampires and banshees and and um, this lore about you know iron, how iron can like keep these these boogeymen out. Excuse me, uh, these boogeymen out. Keep your family safe. Keep your domain safe. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure from a historical perspective, you, uh, you know, the once the Iron Age came about, like the people who could figure out iron and and use it to their advantage they had a leg up on the competition so to speak you know when it came to war or self defense or whatever it was so th- this is deeply rooted in in our history and so i was fine with it if if you said you know hey there's something not just about the configuration but this this metal itself there's something deep rooted that this keeps things out or traps things in, um, whichever it is. So mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with it. I'm, I really am okay with it. I like the look of it. I think the look of it's super mm-hmm. cool. I, I just don't like the idea that... I feel like your first movie back, your first big movie that matters, let the Cenobites just... I think they needed to feel unstoppable, really. And to have them feel, like, caught, I was... Not a bit. I, I, eh. I mean, it's a very small part of the movie, so I it doesn't it doesn't you know bother me that much. But, but were were they really caught? I mean, you know, I I, I would just say that were they really? I caught? mean, the one certainly was when the 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 the, the speedy one in the door. Yeah, which I, I, uh, which that's fine. I, I did kind of want to talk about that one. Um, was that? The gasp or the asphyx. Um, um, but anyway, whichever one it was, because he had this like, I, I keep saying he, I, I don't even fucking know if it was what it was sexually, but it had um, its hands like bound and it was kind of coming. And then all of a sudden you like, you could hear it like almost like a timer was done. And I think my mind might have put just like a ding timer in there. <laughs> Because then it's like whatever was holding it just clicked and released, and then it was and then it was off, and it was it was for real at that point, and I liked that very much. I really liked I that. Liked one. It. Oh shit! I'm sorry for punching my mic. Um, I liked. Boom! Take that microphone. <laughs> I liked that Cenobite when it like ripped, started to rip through its, uh, you know. Uh... Like flesh mask that it had, yeah, and yeah. A couple other like tearing through its own kind of restraints in a way. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, the what do you think? I don't know that that's actually what she was called, but she was certainly um, uh, another version of the female from the original ones. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the head, uh, kind of, um, 
fuck. Uh, I think Bloodline had a very similar looking Cenobite too. Her, 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 you know, skin on her top of her head is pulled down and attached. Mm-hmm. I, I was like that. I love this callback. Um, and then, in a way, you know, I mean, she's kind of up there with Pinhead and and much of this movie. And yeah, oh yeah, you know, so um, clearly Pinhead got the. Pinhead gets the bulk of of the talk whenever you talk about Hellraiser, whenever you talk about um, Cenobites. You know, lay people know who Pin, Pinhead is, and don't eat a lot of people. I, I think I would not be surprised if you told me that there were people who did not even know that the, there were other Cenobites or had right, right, names yeah. or whatever, you know. I, that wouldn't surprise me. So Pinhead gets the bulk of the attention, but. Um, I liked that even though it was not like a 90-10 split between Pinhead and the others in this movie. And like it was more of a you know 60-40 split of attention. Yeah. <clears throat> and I and I don't even know it was that. Uh, you know, the, uh, the one Cenobite that was it had very like kind of dark skin and there was something with its mouth, like maybe or like its chin kind of, um, I forget. Uh, I think it maybe had something to do with the death of Boyd's lady. Uh, but I can't, I can't remember. Oh yeah. I think that's the one they call weeper. That one to me was disturbing. That almost looked like, a like, like something from a, a traces of death kind of a thing that looked like a body that's fucked up. And I, I love that for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was like, this is, uh, this one bothers me. This is maybe my favorite, uh, of the new, of the new breed of Cenobites. Well, and there was that, um, you know, the, the, the breathing. And when it talked, it was very much, it was almost like it was talking, on the inhale, wasn't it kind of like know, shaky so, too, or am I? Did I? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you're. And so I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked that there was a pretty good distinction between all. Yes, of them. yes. Um, and you did, and they didn't result. Uh, you know, now if you if if we get another one, I would not mind a callback to like the blob one. The, the blob yeah. with sunglasses, butterball with with the shades. Yep. Yeah, butterball's got his Ray Bans on. Uh, uh, but I do, I definitely want it to look good and not like butterball look. Yes, I I'm okay with butterball. I mean, he was very clearly like a like a big mask or whatever, you know, on top of mm-hmm. a, like a bat suit. But uh, something goofy, cool about him, I liked. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Chatterer, I'm a Chatterer boy. He was always my guy. Yeah, I like Chatter. I did like Chatter um, in the original and in this. So yeah, um, I have a one other uh, nitpick that I want to get out of the way, and then uh, we will we'll end this on another high note. Uh, unless, do you have any other nitpicks, or am I just the nitpick guy? I think I'm probably the nitpick guy. 
I think you're the nitpick guy. So last, um, I've seen a lot of people's opinions. Um, why was this, why was prey and a few others that have went to streaming kind of this year? Why are they all being relegated to streaming and not getting, um, at the very least a small run in theaters? I Mm -hmm. gotta say to me though, something about this movie, the way it was shot, I don't, I don't want to see this in a theater. I don't, I, it's not shot in that way to me. And it's kind of a thing that bugs me to watch it. Um, the, it makes it seem smaller and I don't like it. I don't know who the cinematographer is, but, uh, I, I don't want, I, I, I will shit on him. Actually. I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't like okay. the way he did much of this movie. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of the camera feels like it's the same distance most of the time from everything. Mm. And then you get a lot of that. It's almost, it's like essentially sitcom shit where it's like two characters talking to each other. Right. And you have one camera facing one character and the other one behind that first character facing the other one and, you know, cut in between them. There's a lot of that in this. I hey, I, I don't like it. It makes it seem it's, cheap, which it's a it's a it is a cheap way to shoot that. It's an AB exchange. Yeah. It's so sorry. I jumped in with no. almost no addition to what you said, but just the fact that yes. <laughs> but there's a lot um, of that. I'm watching it right now, and it's to the point where um, Trevor was that his name, the boyfriend. Yeah. He's having this exchange with Voight. You know, Voight's on top of him, pissed off. And uh, it, that's literally this whole conversation. I'm watching it play out. It's cutting to him, cutting to him, back and forth, these two cameras. And it's like, this should feel bigger. It doesn't feel claustrophobic like, certain, like the lighthouse, right? Like it's shot to feel that way. I don't get that from this. And I don't think that works with this. I think it should be much bigger and the shots and everything here and there, you'll get like a, a, a decent size shot air quotes, like the house. There's some cool shots of the house. Um, but by and large, I, I, that's probably my biggest complaint. Honestly, I think is just the way they picked their shots for this. And it's yeah, like, you I, know how very... I knew horror house became pretentious is when Chris started talking about fucking camera shots. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it, it is very simplistic. I, I mean, I, I don't hate it the way you do for this, um, but it, it is very simplistic. Um, it just makes it feel cheaper than it should to me. I, um, I don't hate it, but I wish so much that it was not the way it was. <laughs> but that's my biggest, my biggest complaint by far. I I definitely would look for uh, if we get a sequel, an expansion. Um, the the assistant, um, when she's in the you know nursing home or whatever the fuck it is, and she kind of gets poked and she gets on the run and she like is making some moves and trying to get away from him. I would like to see somebody get into the labyrinth yes. a little bit more. Or at least yes. that peek into the labyrinth. I was like we've got yes. Uh, um 
I was really so I, I would like to see more of that. I was really mm-hmm. waiting for that in this one, and we never got that big labyrinth payoff. Um, but the tease of it, though, the idea that it mm-hmm. could be there in a sequel, right? Is whoo, I can't, I, I need Dave, I need at least one good sequel to this. Get, I yeah. would kill, I'd kill a man cold blood right now for a trilogy. I'm, well, only if he deserved it. Only if no, he deserved it, Chris. You got no. I will take. Oh, I, I will sit in prison and watch these. That's innocent life. <laughs> uh, I went to Vegas and killed a man just to get a Hellraiser sequel. Oh my god! I killed three people to get a trilogy. Oh, that's that's. I, I that's, would. I would. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but I. I hope so much that this does well enough. I hope Jamie Clayton. She seems like she's super into the role. And I, I just yeah. have a feeling like she would be down for, for more pinhead shenanigans. I, I hope, hope there's sequels to this. There's so much, there's so many possibilities, so much room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do, while you were talking oh. shot, I do have one nitpick and it was that. The the dark was too dark, but then when it wasn't, it was just blue. Right. And and we've talked about that the the blue as the stand-in for night shot. Like we'll just mm-hmm. bathe it in blue light and that looks like night. Yeah. So I but then then uh, the shots that weren't bathed in blue were almost too dark. Like I I I I couldn't see enough. And maybe that was intentional, like, okay, we're gonna maybe. We're going to intentionally not show you everything, and and that's okay if that's you know what it is. But um, there is that. So that's that very minor. I think very feel like very minor complaint, but it is that. Um, we'll blame it all uh, on the cinematographer. Well, let's uh, not saying let's replace him, but I'm saying let's inspire him to do bigger things for the, for okay. the next one. Um, I want one thing I really liked. If I can tell you one thing I really liked, no, this, I'm only negative right one now. Of my, We're, I'm only negative. One of my one of my favorite <laughs> things from the first two Hellraisers is uh-huh. all the cool shit Pinhead says. Like uh-huh. you know, there's a secret. There's a secret song at the center of the universe that sounds like razors ripping through flesh. Right. Um. All that cool shit is really cool, and there's a lot of it in this. And it doesn't all come from Pinhead. So the the one quote, um, the 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 assistant chick um, is says, "Let me check on my IMDb. Thank you, IMDb. Uh, I've uh, appropriately credited you for for presenting this. Use promo code. She says, um, to when you get your yeah, IMDb Pro. Uh, I IMDb Pro get um, exactly two percent." Off of a two percent price increase, um. So deals we got uh, sh- the the assistant is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I've done. Have mercy. And the gasp as she inserts a pin into the, her tongue uh-huh. tells her save your breath for screaming. Yes, which is yes that that it was is really cool. Um, watching that with my wife, uh, she didn't quite hear that part. She goes, what did she say? And I was pretty giddy. I was like, she said, save your breath for screaming. Yes. 
that that was oh uh, uh, yeah that um, was top tier it was really that cool. was top tier i forgot about that that was there was a there was several things um the pinhead line there the is trailer a callback was great the what do you mm, what there, is it you pray for i was like oh what are what is this movie gonna yeah. be i'm there <laughs> there's the uh trevor says something that is a callback to the original when he says tells nora what's your pleasure ma'am so mm-hmm. uh and then some direct quotes from previous movies where the hell priest uh pinhead says we have such sights to show you um so i love i loved pinhead's voice in this too it was i think what it in the novella of hellbound heart like she, pinhead is androgynous and i think it's described as breathy or something the voice and this kind of merges it, it felt like there were two voices um i don't know if, i don't know if they were <laughs> but there were certainly some kind of effects going on on the voice but it, it felt like i f- like doug bradley is very commanding as pinhead he's very mm-hmm. But I feel like this is the voice Pinhead, Clive Barker, is more in line with what Neither. Clive Barker originally wrote, um, more so than what Doug Bradley did. No disrespect. Don't come for me. Don't come for me, Hellraiser fans. I love Doug Bradley. Um, but uh, and they called her. They called her the help. Did they say Hell Priest or just Priest at one point? But they did say it. I think the, the priest. priest. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And then I had to pause the movie and, t- and, and tell my wife about the hell priest and fucking shit. And she's like, let's finish the movie. Shut up, nerd. I did, the, 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 I did have to explain. I was like, I don't think they've ever called her the priest or the hell priest before. So this is, I'm excited. <laughs> um, I did want to talk briefly about... Um, um, Director producer David Bruckner. Um, he's not got an extensive like history directing, producing, right. uh, writing, but um, the signal uh, as one of the segments on VHS. He's working on VHS 1985, which looks super cool. Um, a couple episodes of the Night House the of the Creep Show, the Ritual Night House, which was um, I don't think I've saw. I Night wasn't House. a super. I wasn't a super big fan, but it was it was all right. Um, is that Jennifer Lawrence? It's, okay, it's not. I'll I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you were not going to check it out she, if it's she, Jennifer Lawrence. I, like, oh. She just rubs me the wrong way. Her with her. Okay. I, I think it's X. It's X Men related. <laughs> the ritual is uh, the super solid. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a really good one. The the. Creature in that the creature design was really cool. Yeah. Um, when to go go check out our uh, our cryptids episode we just released a couple of weeks ago. If you have not, self promotion time. That that is that was so good. Wait, that was so good, Chris. Right. Way to go. If anybody's listening this long. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, he's got a good I, history. He's done good stuff. I haven't seen Southbound. I have, but um, I wasn't too in love with it. I didn't hate it. Um, uh, anthology flick. It is an anthology yep. flick. Um, 
But, uh, well, and we and Stel, Stella, Jackie, and I had this discussion the other day in the car. I'm a sucker for a good anthology. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, I think part of that, you know, what? is if 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 a story, if one story is bad or not very good, like it's not that long, and then you know, you got a couple other you ones move to, on to, the others. To, yeah. to to boost that one up. So anthologies. Um, last way to be. Last thing I want to talk about is this notion that's going online that uh pinhead or or hell priest is now a disney princess yes. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, clearly that's absurd Hold on let me but it's let, also i need to i shouldn't just say yes that's wrong of me i should be saying fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes i i will buy a fucking Hell Priest is a Disney Princess t-shirt. Sell that shit. Sell it to me. Oh, come on. You're t- are you t- it's out there somewhere, right? I want official shit. I ain't buying no knockoff shit. I want officially licensed Disney Hell Priest merchandise. I will fucking buy it. Uh, the, I feel like if if it's not on Etsy somewhere, it it is it will be. it is only a matter of time. Yes. Um. So what what uh what's in this? And I, I could just talk about Jamie. I could have just talked about Jamie Clayton for the whole podcast, but I I withheld. Um. I've not made the switch for my Twitter to a Jamie Clayton uh staying account yet. I'm still trying to figure out the legalities of that. If there's forms I have to sign, but uh. I gotta say, I think, based off this movie, I think she is my new favorite horror icon of this of this era that we're in. Okay, I am super. Uh, just, it's great. It's fucking great. She's great. She she did really great. She did really great. Now I told you before we started taping tonight that I got to watch Pinhead or uh, Terrifier two yesterday. Yes. And, um, I, you know, I, I have to say, uh, Art the Clown is, is really fucked up and fun. Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't know if between the two of them who I would take as like the modern icon. So. Well, I mean, there's every era has their, their handful that, that really matter. Yeah. And I mean, that's all you it'd be boring if, if there'd be boring if there was only one. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. I I think you know I mean me and my wife still go back and forth on Freddie and Jason, and I think at this point I've settled on Jason simply to oppose her. <laughs> I, I can understand and that. I can understand just cause, that. Just to keep conflict alive, it's fun. But uh, the new Hell Priest, Jamie Clayton, uh, for me, uh, the movie I got. I'll I'll tell you right now, I'm not giving it a ten out of ten. But you know what? I'll give Jamie Clayton ten out of ten. For her, okay, um, okay. and I can't, I cannot oh, wait I... to see more of of this world. So, um, oh my god, I didn't even think about rating the movie. Where I'm going to rate this at? I may shock you. I may shock you. Okay, I've got my rating down. Do you want to go first, or you want uh, me? To go I'll go first. I'll give you. I'll give you a a minute to uh, make sure that. You're you're settled with that. That is your rating. I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so 
I immediately, okay, for my overall, I immediately place this in front of every sequel after Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Immediately. It can delete Hellraiser 3 on. I've never liked Hellraiser 3. I, I don't like the idea that we just make a Cenobite. Here's another Cenobite. Here's another Cenobite. I like when it's important and special and with Voight at the end becoming, you know, this new Cenobite we'll, that hopefully we'll see in a sequel um, instead of just one after the other, almost like a zombie thing. I didn't like that about Hellraiser 3, and this feels like it goes back to it. Um, I don't like we said I I have my nitpicks. Um I would love to see those things tweaked for a sequel, hopefully for a trilogy. Something I'd need a sequel. I'm invested. I want more of this. Give me the box, let me pick my rewards. I'll take I'll take the one that gives me two or three great sequels and I'll take whatever monkey paw shenanigans comes with that. Um that said, my rating uh, may may seem kind of weird for that but uh seven and a half out of ten uh just uh, not bad not bad at all that's that, no that's a good rating that I feel is a good like, rating I feel like i'm betraying myself for going i i was at eight originally i was like i don't i that's i don't feel that it's quite there um <clears throat> so I'm going. I'm going seven and a half out of ten. I I love this. is my favorite remake in a minute. Okay, or it's not okay. even a remake, but whatever you want to call it, um, reboot remake. Um, yeah, seven and a half. Dave, yeah. where are you sitting? So, um, I I, I like this. Uh, I like this a lot. This is my favorite Hellraiser since you know, Hellraiser one and two. Um, and I'm kind of putting them together. Um, right, right, right. And I, ha I happen, I, I do that in my mind. I kind of like just box them they together. They really belong together. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Right. So this is, this is my favorite since then. And I, I don't know how it would stack up to, Wrecked. I'm sure it would be a little bit less than those. So I, I'm not going to go so crazy as to say it's my favorite of all of the Hellraisers. But it it struck that good balance with new lore and expanded lore and and bringing some modern sensibility into uh, uh, old property. So um, it doesn't feel... Dated. And I think that's a problem sometimes when they make remakes and they break reboots. They're rebooting a movie in 2020 that, and they're trying to keep 1980s sensibilities. And right. that's, I understand why, but you kind of have to <clears throat> modernize those sensibilities if you want to succeed in a modern movie. So I thought that did, that did very well. Mm -hmm. it, they did a good job balancing the fan service and the callbacks with the new lore. And then, like I said, one of my favorite things of Hellraiser is all the cool fucking shit that Pinhead says. Yeah. And you get some of those cool lines. Um, some of them are just word for word verbatim quotes, which is okay in the first one back. Um, and some of them are just yeah, new. No. Um, 
So I, I like that. I thought that was good. So, I mean, this is pretty on par for the um, horror house. Like, I think we're... And a lot of times we're incongruence on the number rating, and I, that is always a, a rarity. More than all, more than that, we're alike in that we're usually about a point apart, and that's where we're at today. So you went seven point five, I went eight point five. Wow. I thought this was a really good, um, and I used to think I, I mean, I know where Jackie gets it when you would do like. You'd rate something a seven or seven point five. I'd be like, man, Chris really doesn't like that. <laughs> Poppycock. When you're rating a seven point five, and I know that's not true. I, I, I know that's not true. So I know when you say seven point five, that is a good rating for a movie. Mm-hmm. And same when I say eight point five, that is a good rating for a movie. I wonder if somebody could like aggregate our reviews, mine and yours, together, and like be like, really, they're just about the same most of the time. <laughs> Based on based on this scale that each one has kind of concocted in their brains, but eight eight point five seven point five. If if you're listening to this podcast and you've not watched this, and at this point, if you listen to the whole thing, you're like, well, should I or shouldn't I? Just go fucking watch it. Just go fucking watch it. And if if you have, uh, Dave, if they have watched it, where can they tell us their ratings? Uh, You can tell us on. On Twitter at sweetness1 or at horrorhouse2. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Horrorhouse page on Facebook. You could leave us a voicemail and and tell us directly what you think uh, on anchor.fm forward slash horrorhouse. Finally, to, to send us off on our way, please rate us. Rate us uh, like we rated Hellraiser. Uh, you don't even have to rate us that high. Seriously, you could you could give us one star. How how would you feel about that? You want to be like you want to fuck them horror house guys? You could do that. I mean, I w- you would lament the stars that you get. Yes, probably. Yes. You know, I have a feeling that you know, uh, as time goes on here, in recent as as recent time goes on, I'm gonna look back and think back on this episode. And be like, why didn't we talk about this? Why didn't we talk about this? I I think there will be things. So I am constantly since season one. I'm like, man, our our uh, Return of the Living Dead episode. I'm like, fuck. There's so much that I didn't talk about that I want to talk about. So there- that's just about every episode we do. <laughs> I I like afterwards. I'll be. Like, oh, why didn't I bring that Yeah, out? if I look at my notes sometimes for, for certain things, I'm like, oh, wow, how did I not read this? But, you know, sometimes. Just gotta, just gotta let it go. But th- there are certain movies where I'm like, fuck! I wish we'd have just, w- I wish we just did four hours and been done with it. <laughs> this may be, this may turn out to be one of them. We'll see. Um Let's, let's throw in some, the, just a little talk here at the end did you have you watched werewolf by night yet i have not i've not seen a lot of uh i've not really looked up any or noticed any like reviews or headlines or anything maybe this weekend i'll check it out have you watched it i'm yeah yeah so i told stella i told stella i was excited to watch it so we watched it 
um, last week, I think on Saturday, but we, we did watch it. I told her it was black and white. I warned her ahead of time. Uh-huh. You would have thought that I told her, like, uh, it's <laughs> it's just a documentary where they kill puppies. When I said it was black and white, that was her attitude. It would have been the same attitude of, oh, I don't have any desire <laughs> Do to Do you want to ris- listen to a radio play next? What is wrong with you? <laughs> radio play done in that, uh, what's that, uh, folk? Uh, that was the hit during COVID where they fucking do the folk song shanties, the sea shanties. Oh. Would you like to wa- <laughs> listen to a radio play done entirely in sea shanty? Um, but but we did. She did watch it. She troopered through it, and um, it was really good. It was really solid. It's a it's a I think about a fifty minutes to an hour or something like that. Okay. Um, it's. It's not super deep, um, but there's a lot of like like all these Marvel shows. There's a lot of under the table references to a lot of different things. Um, it's and I I do believe it is setting up for a Midnight Suns movie. Really? So I I do believe that we've got some potential there. Um, I know this is just a one shot, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. Stella, Stella, at the end of the night, after we watched it, she said she actually enjoyed it. I think she may have actually enjoyed it a little bit more than me, and so yeah. she and she's not going to have those deep references. Well, but uh, maybe color doesn't matter, sis. Right, and technically, <laughs> it's not just black and white. Technically, it's black and it's white, and then it's red. In some places, there's red, and then at the end, I, it goes full color, kind of like a uh, Wandavision. I so. know of a appearance, at least of a of a character. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it just for that. Um, but I, maybe this weekend I will check it out. Um, I, I, I now that you've watched it, you, uh, you you've hyped me up a little bit more for it. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, so until next time. Any any other any other uh, tidbit you want to throw in before we sign off? I, I mean, we watched Terrifier two, and it was bloody sick and fucking twisted and disgusting, and I loved every second of it. I don't want all of my horror that right, um, but I enjoyed it very much. I cared about the characters, even though there were several times I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like. Is- <laughs> What is real? What is hallucination? Is this this? Is this that? Uh, and and really, the end. Like I think we talked about the terrifier, and what the fuck is Art the Clown? Is he a demon? Is it an alien? Like I've seen all these theories, mm-hmm. and I'm pleased to tell you that Terrifier Two goes to. Uh, excruciating links to not clear up anything for you. So, if you, um, if that's what you were hoping for, actually, um, when this episode comes out, I anticipate we will have talked about Terrifier two uh, two weeks ago, a week ago. Okay, uh, whatever our weird timeline is, uh, I, I'm 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 making it difficult for us. In certain regards to that. Um, but uh, your, your time's going to come. 
in the past, but in our future. It's fucking weird, Dave. We're I, we are I, time I think travelers. We are time travelers. I think it's streaming soon. So by the time this airs, it's probably already streaming because it was only supposed to be a one week theatrical it's release. Really popped off, and I'm I'm, I, I'm proud to say it has. Really and has. that and Smile Smile was the number one film in the box office two weekends in a row, which is kind of unheard of except around this time for a horror movie. But usually, even around this time, it's only like the big name horror movies that can pull off the and the where are they two weekends? Where the fuck are they? Yeah, well, I mean, now, um, as of the time we're recording this, is the day Halloween ends is now in theaters. Sorry, sorry. I don't know what came over me. (laughs) No, man, I don't know. Uh, I've not seen anything yet that really gets me going. Uh, We'll get around to it. I'm sure we'll get around to it. Jeremy asked me tonight. Is like he said, uh, "Oh, is that a is that one a, a a continuation of the Rob Zombie story?" I said, "If only it was." I fucking if I only it fucking was. hate those movies, but I would I would kill four more people to make that the reality. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god. I, 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 I I'm gonna have to put an asterisk at the end of this and be like, "Chris killed nobody in the making of this podcast." Extra Chris talks a lot extra of shit, asterisks, but, or did yeah. he? Just to keep the mystique. Oh, there you go. Chris, Chris talks a lot of shit, but really, he didn't kill nobody. Asterisks, asterisks, asterisks. Or did he? Didn't he? Or or did he? Okay. Uh, I think uh, so. Maybe sometime soon we can do some uh, uh, phantasm talk. We, you know, we got some exciting things going we got on some, here. We got some catching up to do. Uh, and we will, we will have done that. So, okay, let's end this now before we time travel and we're going to create wormholes that don't make sense to physicists. It's going to be a whole mess that we're going to create ourselves and they can't fix it. We can't fix it. So what are you going to do? Uh, who's going to fix the timeline? Not Sam Adams. (laughs) What did you think of the, of the pumpkin beer, by the way? Um, solid. Not bad. No, All not right. bad. You may not have bad. sold me on that too. Werewolf. I am and... not saying that. I'm not just saying that because this is number five. I said that from number one. All right. Well, you may so. have sold me. Uh, until next time. Uh, same. What? Do, what has been our latest thing? Same. Same neighbor. Same. Same. Different neighborhood. No. Something cemetery. Same. Fuck. Same murder. Different uh, mo though. No. Ah, we'll get this right. We'll get this down sometime. Last week, I don't know what you said last week. Yeah, last week worked. I don't listen to what we do. I'm not a big fan. Um, yeah, I could, I could take us or leave us. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs>